this podcast is gold. Basketball gold. You're tuned into the best Cleveland Cavaliers podcast in all the land. Basketball gold. Hosted by Mike Fratello and Jeff Phelps. Brought to you by Betway.com. Betway for the sport of it. Gambling problem? 1-800-GAMBLER. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Basketball Gold with Fratello and Phelps. My partner, Mike Fratello, former NBA head coach with the Atlanta Hawks, the Cleveland Cavaliers, and the Memphis Grizzlies. And, of course, now color analyst with the Los Angeles Clippers and the Cleveland Cavaliers. I'm Jeff Phelps from 92.3 The Fan in Cleveland. Sir, we have a playoffs. We have a playoff matchup. Cavaliers against the New York Knicks, a four against a five. It's not like a one against an eight where there's a big favorite in the series, not even a two against a seven, even though those upsets can happen. This is a four and a five, Mike. This should be a heck of a series. This will test the mental toughness of the Cleveland Cavaliers because this New York team is very physical. They are well coached, just like the Cavaliers are. Uh, but they've been through, you have a couple of people with the Knicks that have been through a lot of battles and have been tested in big game situations. And this is a tough minded team. They are. Uh, riding a wave right now, playing outstanding basketball since the trade deadline when they acquired Josh Hart. He was a huge addition to go along with the tremendous signing of uh, their free agent point guard, Jalen Brunson. And Julius Randle, who has played like a a first-team All-NBA player the entire season, uh, hopefully, for the Knicks' sake, will be back and able to go come playoff time or for that uh, very severely sprained second degree sprain of his ankle. Uh, But it's a team that we've had a problem with meaning the Cavaliers during the course of the regular season. And it's because they have good players. They're well coached. They play hard. That's the reason why that's why they're in number five, right behind the Cavaliers in the standings. Let's keep talking about this matchup a little bit, Mike in the regular season played four times, Knicks won three out of the four games. Do regular season outcomes do anything come playoff time? Does it give one team a mindset over the other? Does it increase confidence? Does it hurt the confidence if you're the Cavaliers? Or does it just, you just kind of draw the line like in bowling? We're moving forward from here and none of that other stuff matters. Hopefully you've learned from what happened during the four games in the regular season, you know, all coaches, when games are done, they write up their games, they put them in a folder. And next time you come back to that team again, you have your notes in there telling you this worked, this didn't work. Let's think about this next time. And now you've got an accumulation of four games during the regular season. They were scowl, you know, scour through their notes. I'm sure they've had someone following the Knicks for quite a while now, anticipating that they would be the matchup in the playoffs. So they should feel very comfortable with the tendency, the people who drives right, who drives left, who likes to stop and shoot jump shots, who's behind the three-point line, and on and on. And uh, that will go into them, the Cavaliers, developing their game plan for the New York encounter. So, yeah, you should have taken something away from it, the experience of playing against the Knicks and a little bit of the familiarity with when you have to go to their court. Uh, But outside of that, the end results are regular season, and now you're in the playoffs, and things tend to change. Mike, there's, a, a, I think, a really interesting subplot to this, and that is the Donovan Mitchell factor. New York guy, 
rumors like crazy for the last couple of years that he would be a future New York Nick. Donovan becomes available in the trade market. Knicks don't get him. Cavaliers do. Could the Knicks have gotten him? Maybe, maybe not. Did the Cavaliers outbid them? Certainly, obviously, they they ended up with the player that they wanted. But Donovan not being in New York, and then the Knicks going out and bringing in the gentleman you mentioned earlier, Jalen Brunson, who was great last year in the playoffs against Donovan Mitchell, and he's been phenomenal for New York this year, over over 24 points a game. I I think he's been absolutely everything the Knicks wanted him to be, and, and probably more, Mike. And that's going to be a great matchup and a really interesting subplot, I think, to this entire series. Well, as much as possible, they're going to keep Jalen Brunson off of Donovan Mitchell. The last thing New York needs to do is have Brunson wind up getting in foul trouble. And Donovan Mitchell is a little wider, a little thicker, uh, weighs a little bit more, and jumps quite a bit higher than Brunson does. Brunson, if they're telling the truth, uh, on the height list, they have him listed at six foot three, and maybe he doesn't look six three because he's built pretty well. Brunson, a left-hander, uh, but if I'm coaching the Knicks, I mean, I want to keep Brunson off of Mitchell as much as possible because Mitchell will put it on the floor, as we know. He will attack the rim. He will try to dunk on people, and if you foul him, last thing they can do is afford to have Brunson missing a lot of time during the game. So. Uh, I would think that Grimes will probably start out on him if they go with the same lineup that the Knicks have been playing over the last couple of weeks and start Grimes on him and go from there, rotate people in to play up against Donovan Mitchell. But you know, that's the great part about the playoffs and meeting each other in game one, that then the chess match begins. And you come out and you make your first move and then they counter to your first move and then you counter to their counter and you go on and play it out throughout the series, some things you leave untouched, some things you know you planned the wrong way, this is not going to work, we should have done this, and you make that adjustment, you make that change. That's what making adjustments is all about. Mike, the the one thing matchup-wise in this that I think is really intriguing, most nights the Cavaliers have an advantage in the backcourt. And with Mitchell and Garland and Karis LeVert coming off the bench and, and Ricky Rubio as well, I don't know... And tell me if you think they do. Do the Cavs have a big advantage in the backcourt over the Knicks? I I think it's pretty even because with Brunson, you mentioned Grimes, who's been a terrific player for them, Emmanuel quickly, and then Josh Hart has been incredible for them. This seems, it seems like it neutralizes what's been a strength for the Cavaliers all year, and that's the backcourt matchup. Yes or no? Well, that's what they can do, the Knicks, and that is take Hart and put him on a guy like Donovan Mitchell. Uh, because he moves his feet well enough. He's smart enough defender. He's physical enough. You need somebody physical to play Donovan Mitchell. If you want to get up into him and bother him and annoy him uh, to make his game uncomfortable. And the Knicks have that piece in Josh Hart. He also can play the small forward or play the power forward. Hmm. Uh, That's what Josh Hart is all about. He's an incredible competitor, tough as nails, and is more than willing to stick his nose there and try and shut somebody down. So that's a good thing about the pickup that they had there for the Knicks as far as getting Josh Hart away from the Trailblazers. Tom Thibodeau's a veteran coach, knows how to use his team. You mentioned J.B. Bickerstaff, same thing. I think the matchup in this series is going to be kind of fascinating. Mitchell in the regular season in the four games against New York, 
And again, the Cavs lost three of those four games, but he averaged over 31 points a game, 31.8. And he had 7.5 assists per game, Mike, which was his most against any team that he played more than once. He had nine, nine assists against Golden State. Other than that, most assists that he had against any team was against New York. Is it a, is that just something that's out there or did he, because the way he's played against New York has been even greater than he's played on the whole during the season. I would assume he's quite motivated being a New York guy, but motivation is one thing and then execution of the playoffs might be another. Well, what think about what they gave up first of all, for Donovan Mitchell to get him to be a part of the Cavaliers organization. That's why you do something like that. Those people that were scratching their heads saying, is this guy really worth this much giving up this much of perhaps the future? And I would say that after four straight 40 or more point games that he's just had, uh, you would have to say, yeah, he kind of like is worth that much. On the other hand, New York is probably saying whatever their game plan was, Mitchell getting his and shut other people out, perhaps he'll Mm -hmm. keep their point productivity down. It's been good enough, that game plan, for three wins out of four encounters. So I don't know how much they'll tinker with their game plan. Well, you can let one guy score 40 if you hold the other guys down. It's When he's scoring 40 and the other guys are getting 15 to 20 each, that's when you have a problem. So we'll see what uh, Thibodeau decides or how he's going to play the cards. This has been Basketball Gold, brought to you by Betway.com. Betway, for the sport of it. Gambling problem? 1-800-GAMBLER.